and welcome back to KT Confidential, episode 220. Today, the guys are talking about the spring market and when does it really start? The heat is on. What is hot? The real estate market. Why? Is not. Because the spring market has started. That's I my to opinion. Say something that rhymed. The what? I had to say something rhymed with not. What hot? is hot? Hot. The real estate market is not. It is. Is it? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to episode two twenty of KD Confidential, <laughs> the real estate podcast. The big debate. There's. It's a question we get every year. Well, a lot of people always say, I hate the term spring market because it's not often in the spring. When does spring, okay, we start with this. When does spring start officially? March 21st. Is it the 21st? Okay. Because I think uh, Christmas or the Ian's 21st. looking of, it up. March 20th. March 20th. Oh, I was okay. off by a day. And uh, in, when, that, in that day, that could have been your opportunity. And so when people refer to the spring market, what are they referring to? Not so much a time of year as much as it is a hotter, more active real estate market. Here's what we know. The market is, and I don't know what episode we spoke about this, but a few episodes ago, we okay. talked about best time to buy real estate. You remember yes. that? There's three times of the year we referred to specifically, maybe four. And... So we know there are peaks and valleys in terms of the volume of real estate that gets transacted throughout the year. They're pretty repetitive year in, year out, despite mortgage changes, mortgage rule changes, government implementations, whatever. As, yes, as a percentage that year, you'll probably still see a consistent a percentage, maybe not volume, but the volume. Yes, the percentage the, as a volume over the course the, of the year. Over the course of the year, yes. Correct. And the only variables sometimes are when the buyers feel like they need to buy. And then the sellers feel, ooh, this would be a good time to sell. Right. So... One thing with that is I think there's a big misconception that it's a better time to sell necessarily We're in terms of capitalizing and getting more money. So you may have somebody in November saying, ah, I'm going to wait until the spring market because they're expecting to get more money. Well, if that's the case, then historically you should just wait another two years because in the winter market of that year, you know, six months, eight months later, the house should be worth more than it was six months, eight months prior. There's exceptions, like last year, of course, um, and in 2017, where we saw a decline over the course of the year. But in most cases, at the end of the year, the house is worth more than it was at the beginning of the year. It depends how you're looking at it. If it's merely from a financial standpoint, everybody wants to buy low, sell high, right? At the end of the day, nobody wants to buy their home high and sell low. So are you looking at it merely from a financial standpoint or out of a need or potentially a want, because in my experiences, in my own family, with our clients, once people have decided it's time to move and they start actively looking at properties, they can be triggered at any point. So here's where we are now. We're a month into the new year, mm -hmm. December 
it really slowed down quite a bit right across the GTA. Volume-wise, as a percentage-wise, it really did yeah. slow down. We were expecting it. Why did it slow down? Well, the mortgage rates went up. The holiday season was upon us. People weren't exactly confident in the market. So those that were buying or selling either had to buy or sell or found some kind of an opportunity there to transact that they felt comfortable with. Now, the inventory levels are low or much lower yeah, because there weren't enough new listings to replenish a lot of these sales. And all of a sudden, a little bit I feel bit like of, I'm sitting on the floor as like a kid and there's this guy just telling the story. Yeah, I got my flashlight in. Yeah. And all of a sudden, confidence just swooped right over the entire nation. I like it. And then the spring market had begun. So what triggers a spring market? I'd say there's a few things. One is people come out of hibernation, the weather... Maybe uh, people recognize that, well, if I sell in well, March, I can close after the school year ends and enjoy summer in my new house. Um, well, here's the great thing as a buyer. If you do own a home and you catch the spring market early as it's starting to wound up, wound up, wound up, wind yeah. up, yeah. Um, as it's getting wound up. If you do that and you buy first, you might be buying on the lower side and selling on the higher side because now there's going to be an uptick in the market. It's going to be a few weeks before your property gets on the market, gets listed for sale, gets offers. Um, so if you're now in a two, three, four week time delay and you're catching it on the upswing, your gap between your purchase price and your selling price could be narrowed down a little bit, right? Like it could be yeah. the gap could close um, as opposed to what you were budgeting for or planning on uh, in the weeks prior. So what creates the, I don't know. Like it's the same thing that happens year after year. You all of a sudden, and it, it's like a Switch went off. Well, but if you look at the last two weeks specifically with our own listings and yes. our own buyers, we are seeing again bidding wars. Different, we, but it's an indication different from the perspective of people are, are people very are not, mindful of how much they're spending. Exactly. Yes. I but agree. They're, it's they're a not sign. spending two, three hundred thousand over no. asking. But and, well, they, when even that if was they did, it would be under it would be not just an arbitrary number, it would be an educated decision. Whereas before people were like, whatever, I'm just gonna pay whatever it takes to buy it. They don't do that anymore. Well, and before it was an arbitrary number as to what the property was actually being listed at. Right. Nobody knew what the hell it was worth no, exactly. and was saying, okay, this is the best. We called it a marketing price. This right. is the best price to market your home. Doesn't mean that's what it's worth. Yeah. Well, the only difference that has been over the course of the last 12 months is we've seen seven, I think seven interest rate hikes last year. Um, and when this airs, we will have just had another one, most likely. Oh, do you want to, so... We're recording this before that interest rate Today hike. Today is the, my watch is dead. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 19th. 
do we want to predict? Well, I will just use other people's predictions because they are the intelligent, educated professionals. And so are you. I know how to sell real estate and how to market, but I don't know the uh, financial markets that indicate and predict these things like the economists do, but everyone is. Oh yeah. Cause they've been so good in the past uh, predicting. Well, they, they at least can have their hypothesis is this podcast is four educated. years old. If you look back at our guesses, they are probably a little bit more accurate. Well, the market was also more predictable. The market was more predictable. Half a percent. Yes. Is it going up half a percent or a quarter? Quarter. Quarter? That's what they're saying. Quarter percent. It was like a 70%. Do you think it'll be the last interest rate hike? So they're saying that it should Who's they? be. They, the economists, the uh, market people. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But they're saying, uh, they're saying that they expect that it's reasonable to believe that it will cap at four and a half percent. We're at four and a quarter right now. And there's that, and there are some people predicting uh, that how coming long, down at the end of the year. How, well, that was my next question. How long do you think it's going to stay flat? Well, so let's assume this January hike happens. It's at four and a half. How long does it stay flat until it either goes up or goes down? Everything I'm reading says it either stays flat for a good year or it may start to come down a little bit towards the end of that. Quarter point at the end of the year? Yeah. Nothing yeah. profound I don't expect. Quarter or a half? Yeah. People are spending a little bit less. All of a sudden they want them to spend a little bit more. Well, I don't know if it's because they want them to spend more. I think that's what they're trying to stop. Yeah, well, it's all cyclical. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, but I think people are also a bit desensitized to it now. In the beginning, it was like sticker shock, right? Like people didn't expect the rates to go up, certainly not as much as they did. Right. So that had a big impact on was people. But after the fifth, sixth, seventh increase, people are like, yeah, it's coming. We, we know. did an exercise here with our realtors and we used very specific examples. And the example had a property selling in basically 12 months ago. It sold 12 months ago which would have been pretty well the peak. Yeah. You know, beginning of February of 22. And an average interest rate that you could have got at that time for a mortgage using 20% down. We did that math. We did the math buying it. Okay, so we had this meeting, I want to say four, three, four weeks ago. So if you had bought that house now at the end of the year with these new interest rates with 20% down. So comparing kind of apple to apple, the only difference is timing and mortgage rates. So last year, 12 months ago, you're buying it high, mortgage rates low. Now you're buying the home low, mortgage rates high. Do you know what the difference was in the mortgage payment? And this was a, I believe a $1.3 million home. I was I would guess and it's been pretty consistent that the numbers are very similar. It worked out to 60 bucks a month more right now. Right. 60 bucks. But the and the, the benefit being that hopefully in 2-3 years when it comes time to renew, uh you can renew at a lower rate and you yep. are, you know, if you were looking at a 2 million dollar home last February, but you bought it now, you're going to be $700,000 ahead of that person. So 
this is what we are recommending. Get in now while the prices are low. Er, <laughs> low. Yeah. Everybody will mock me if I say, "Oh, yeah. home prices are low." Yeah. Um, and in, like you said, two, three, four years, all of a sudden, mortgage rates are lower, and now you compare mortgage payments. So, the person that bought in February, their payment over the time. They were saving 60 bucks a month. Yeah. But now you've paid three, four hundred thousand dollars less for the property in the long well, run. And it probably it'll be interesting to see though, because it probably does take two to three years to see yeah. the effects of these interest rate hikes. Yeah. I like, think so. You know, people that bought at that high amount have a great rate. What are they going to do when they go to renew? Mm-hmm. And many of them probably locked into a three year, probably a lot of three year mortgages. Uh so at the end of that three-year term, can they afford their house anymore? So that'll be interesting to see the effects of it in the long term. Well, I think in the next year, we're going to see a lot of people that might have to move because... We've already seen it. You yeah. you were showing me a listing oh. the other day that was financed by some unknown, un- never one heard of, of... One of our listings in the works mm-hmm. is an affordability thing. Uh, not that they can't afford it. They don't want to be paying an extra $1,000 a month in interest. Why would you? So, Well, it's a lot of people are downsizing. But can you imagine, like, you look at the, the statistics on average household income. Let's say an average household of four and both parents working let's say you're making between 100 and 150,000 dollars a year gross which is average in Halton now you've got a mortgage payment of i don't know 3500 bucks a month and it jacks up to 4500 or 4200 and that's what has happened well and then right now it's not just the mortgage payments it's right food it's yeah. gas your food your gas went down i think 13 percent from november to december so that was you nice were spending a thousand bucks a month in food and all of a sudden it's 1500 bucks easily for a family of four yeah so you've got 500 dollars more on your grocery bill you've got 500 dollars more on your mortgage monthly payment we got off the topic off the topic spring market it started it has yeah. It won't be what we are used to, I don't believe. It will be there will be more activity as we always expect, but it won't be crazy. There will be multiple offers, so be prepared for it. But that's, go, our, that's already happening. But go in, don't be afraid of it. Go in uh making an educated decision. Uh many of the many of the multiple offers that we have seen and been involved in still end up under the asking price. So it's all about um just working with a real estate agent that's educating you and and helping you understand why they would suggest making an offer of X amount. From a seller's perspective, it's a great time to capitalize on the additional eyeballs on your home. And as a new listing, brand new listing, coming into this spring market, you are going to be competing against a lot of the old dogs that are listed. 
So the homes that have been listed 30, 60, 90, 120, 150, 180 days, because they're all there. The homes that have been listed multiple times, canceled, expired, whatever. Plenty of those. So as the new kid on the block, now you're the the bright and shiny thing that everybody wants. And those are the homes that we're seeing a lot of activity on. Yeah. Well, pricing is a very important fact. I mean, the whole process is important, but pricing is very important. Um, Strategic pricing in the real estate market has never been more important. And making it look exceptionally nice. Never been more important to have a good looking home that is priced extremely strategically. Our last five listings, there have been at least three of us that have sat down for a number of hours and had intelligent, informed discussions and played out different scenarios and strategies before arriving at the actual listing price. Yeah. And we've been extremely accurate, a little lucky, and... A little bit of luck in everything. Yeah. But we make the effort to increase our odds of success. I, I, I thoroughly appreciate that with the team, having the ability to, like, everyone has a genuine interest in helping each other. So when we were well, able Steve to... Steve Cicchetto the other day was saying that to one of his sellers. Yeah. That it's not fluff, that our team genuinely has an interest in everybody's transaction. Yeah. And when we have listings, the ability to have more than one or two sets of eyeballs on the property to allow different insight and... um not only for the preparation of the home, but in the dealings of price and the well, dealings of the market. I think there are also um, real estate agents that are, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I would think that sometimes they're trying to buy listings by being overconfident in pricing or conveying a price that's just not realistic. We ex- We recently had a property that uh, we secured a listing and uh, great, great homeowners, but they were chatting with another realtor and this was more you than me. But uh, from my understanding, the other agent had suggested a price upwards more than half a million dollars higher. Um, And through educating them and consulting with each other and making sure we were not out to lunch on our price. At the end of the day, Every, how many times we've said this, a home is only worth as much as somebody's willing to pay and it's all subjective. I remember back in the car business. Oh, fuck off. That's how I feel about that that saying. Ah, The spring real estate market, it's a beautiful thing. You know, the weather has been on the side of real estate. You know what we should do? Speaking of the car business, you know what we should do? Instead of advertising a list, this microphone isn't going to work for a whole other reason in a few minutes. Instead of list, instead of list, listing a house for sale at a certain price, we should list a down payment and a monthly payment. <laughs> Weekly payments. So I'll say, eight, it's like know. those commercials in Buffalo. You ever seen those? With $99 down, only $42 a month. That's what we should start doing for real estate. They don't expect to own no credit. it. No problem. Who expects to own their house anymore? No job? Don't worry. Well, that I would be worried about because then they're just, <laughs> they're hoping to cash in on your 
your house. But yeah, put $500,000 down, $300 weekly, whatever. You don't do that with your buyers? No. You're talking about, you don't? No. You don't go through the math with them? Oh, yeah, I do. But I'm not trying to sell them on something oh, that Oh, you're way. saying with the listing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I Like, forget having a list price. Right. Well, if somebody on the team becomes a mortgage broker. Yeah. And we did that all in-house and you could offer that as an incentive if your rates were attractive and your service was good. I suppose. But my, my thoughts. So for everybody on the team. That's, salesman type of intention, not, uh, not so much helping people. Oh. It was like how to persuade people to spend more money. <laughs> Not that I'm encouraging that, but I'm just, you know, anyways, that's what they do in many That industries. extra bedroom will only cost you $8 bi-weekly. That's right. And we could have a lot of upsells. Yeah. Not really our uh, business no. premise or. No, no, no. I'm just being funny. Are Although you? it will come out at some point. Are you? A hundred percent it will. Are you being funny? Yeah. Th- that already exists in apps. Like if you look at it, oh, yeah, some yeah. some of the apps out there, some of the popular apps, it gives you payments right there. So people are doing it at home themselves anyway. Yeah. Hey, yeah. honey, see, this one will only cost us $3,200 a month. This one, three grand. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, spring market, it started. It's good. A big snowstorm might affect it. If we get like a shit storm... With three feet of snow all of a sudden, there hasn't been much snow all year. Yeah. That could do, put a little kink in things. But Maybe. Uh, yeah, things are good. Thanks for the chat. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. All right, you guys, that's it for today. Thanks for watching or listening. Make sure you follow along, hit subscribe, and that bell.